0: Word and Brown Brokers, welcome to Breaking It Down with Word and Brown, the official podcast from the Word and Brown General Agency. I'm your host, Paul Roberts. Thank you for joining us today. In this episode, we're beginning to drift a little outside of ERISA law, but are still focusing on employer notification requirements. Almost all group health plan-related compliance topics are of, from, related to, or inspired by ERISA law. Today, we're talking about the Affordable Care Acts, SBCs, and Uniform Glossary. This one will seem like a breeze to you after learning about ERISA plan documents, ERISA SPDs, ERISA wraps, and ERISA SMMs in our previous episodes. This is an important topic to understand because many confuse ERISA SPDs and ACA SBCs all the time. Why is that? Well, SPDs and SBCs sound almost the same phonetically, and they're both required documents employers must distribute to employees. I'm hoping to break it down for you and clear that up for you now. ERISA SPDs and ACASBCs have a much different purpose and intent. SBCs, as you've learned from our prior podcasts, are employees' instruction manuals for their group health plans. They detail benefits, eligibility requirements, and more. The SPD in ERISA, SPD, stands for Summary Plan Description, again, an instruction manual. The Affordable Care Act requires all employers to release and distribute SBCs, which are summaries of benefits and coverage for every plan offered by the employer and a corresponding uniform glossary to eligible participants at an employee's initial enrollment, at open enrollment, and or by employee request. SBCs, Summaries of Benefits and Coverage, are written summaries of the benefits contained in a plan. And these SBCs are often included inside of ERISA SPDs, Summaries of Benefits and Coverage, SBCs, contain coverage examples to illustrate how a plan would work in sample medical situations. They explain benefits in an easy-to-understand manner, and help employees and health insurance consumers decide which plan is best for them and their families. SBCs are required in both the group and individual markets, and they have a uniform format. This was part of the Affordable Care Act's intent in improving the way Americans consume health care. The ACA mandated that all health insurance carriers in both markets create benefit summaries the same way, in a side-by-side format, so that consumers can reasonably compare plans so that they may make their enrollment decisions. Another key piece of information included in SBCs relates to the plan's minimum value and minimum essential coverage compliance. You'll learn about this in detail throughout our Breaking It Down with Warden Brown podcast series, but the ACA mandates that some large employers, called applicable large employers, must offer affordable coverage that provides minimum value, that is at least minimum essential coverage, to its full-time employees as part of the ACA's employer mandate. There's a lot to discuss here, so stay tuned for more on that later. And as part of the ACA's individual mandate, most taxpayers are required to have minimum essential coverage, or they may be faced with a penalty until that penalty was reduced to $0 beginning in January 2019. SBCs clearly list whether the plan meets minimum essential coverage and minimum value requirements under the Affordable Care Act and can certainly be helpful to both employers and employees in the event of an ACA audit for potential noncompliance of either the ACA's employer mandate or the ACA's individual mandate. Health insurance carriers are required to create SBC documents. But if an employer sponsors a self-funded plan, the employer is usually responsible for creating its own SBCs. I'm betting you have definitely seen these SBCs in your role as a health insurance broker, but if not, ask your Warden Brown sales partner to show you SBCs for your employer's group plans at either enrollment or renewal. And if you're curious, the Department of Labor has a sample completed SBC, which can be found easily on a quick Google search. SBCs must be distributed without charge to eligible plan participants for every medical benefit offered by the employer when an employee either first becomes eligible to enroll or during open enrollment and upon employee request. If an employee requests an SBC, it must be distributed to that employee within seven days. In the Obama administration's effort to improve the consumer experience for consuming healthcare, it also mandated that employers distribute a corresponding uniform glossary along with its SBCs. Now, this uniform glossary document defines all terms mentioned in the SBCs so that employees and consumers alike can understand what it is they're reading. The uniform glossary covers items such as coinsurance, co payments, balance billing. Networks, out of pocket limits, pre authorizations, and more. All in all, the glossary covers 44 different terms. Uniform glossaries must be provided anytime an SBC is released or upon employee request. If you're wondering how to find the Uniform Glossary and the SBCs for the Warden Brown quoted plans you're selling to your employers, fear not. They are all hosted on the Warden Brown website under the Broker Resources section. There is also a requirement for employers to distribute these documents in some foreign languages based on census data by county. But don't fret about that either. Anytime you run a group quote through Warden Brown, you'll be alerted on the very first page of your quote if your employer is required by law to distribute SBCs in a foreign language because of their county of business. We also have multilingual support available to you at Warden Brown. We've got you and your employers completely covered. Now, non-compliance for SBCs and the Uniform Glossary is not cheap. It's $1,128 per enrollee for each failure to comply, and these, like all other penalties, are excise taxes. And by the way, that number has grown since the ACA's inception and will likely continue to do so. SBCs and the Uniform Glossary can be provided in either paper or electronic format. The key to this and all other employer notification requirements for that matter is that whatever the employer uses, it must result in actual receipt of the documents by the employees or the beneficiaries. We've got you covered for all your compliance, sales, marketing, account management needs and more at Warden Brown. Thanks for joining us and for breaking it down with Warden Brown.